Good morning, my friend. Yes, I have a beautiful morning. It's a bit rainy outside. Yes. You too. Are you doing research about mysteries of life? Which part? Kabbalah. What do you know about Kabbalah? Is the Kabbalah true mystery or is it a human invention? Well, let's go for that together. I'm going to create a podcast episode on, on that topic, Kabbalah. Yes, stay tuned. Welcome all of you risk takers to the podcast Live the Battlefield and in today's episode we're going to learn about mysteries of life, particularly about Kabbalah. So what is Kabbalah? You know, recently we can hear this all across the news. Is a superstition or spirituality? But before we dig deep into this topic, feel free to subscribe, like and share this video and the content. Above all, feel free to leave the comments below. Let's go learn from each other about mysteries of life. Kabbalah. As I said, is it Kabbalah superstition or spirituality? Deep research or a publicity cheap trick? Jewish orthodoxy or cult? Kabbalah has become increasingly popular among the Hollywood elite and New Age enthusiasts in recent years thanks to its evil I, Crimson Strings, specially blessed water, hidden passwords, and celebrity participants. But what does the Kabbalah essentially mean? Kabbalah is an esoteric approach, discipline, and school of thought in Jewish mysticism, with a literal translation receiving tradition or correspondence. The Jewish tradition of Kabbalah, which is sometimes referred to as mysticism or Occult knowledge deal with the essence of God. That's correct, God. Kabbalists hold that God works in strange ways. Well, we can agree on this one. Whatever involves a sacred text, experience, or the way things are. The greatest intimacy with God, according to Kabbalists, can be gained by the true knowledge and awareness of inner enigmatic process, which they also hold to be attainable. Jewish mysticism is frequently associated with a Kabbalist thinking. It adherents seek contact with God and tend to regard the creator and creation as a continuum rather than as a distinct entities. Because of strong mystical affinity that Kabbalists believes exists between the God and humans, this longing is extremely strong. Everyone has a secret as aspect of God, you, me, anybody, that is waiting to be unveiled within their soul. The boundaries between the God and the universe are blurred, and this is true even for mystics who are reluctant to describe such a dramatic merger of a God and man. Nearly all Jewish mysticism have three dimensions which are likely to only be grasped by a small number of persons who are, have specialized knowledge or interest in the subject, which they are inquisitive, the practical, and experimental. 
The investigative part of Kabbalah entails an esoteric rather than mystical quest for concealed information about the universe, beginnings, and structure in the hidden reality of the cosmos. Esoteric knowledge can be acquired in one of three ways according to Jewish tradition. Number one, it's by deciphering holy scriptures to find hidden meaning. Second, through the oral legacy of Kabbalistic masters. And third, through direct revelation, which could involve visited by angel or a liar being possessed by a spirit or having some supernatural experience. Investigating Kabbalah is not anti-rational, despite its primary interest in metaphysics or things beyond the physical universe. All Jewish mystical esoteric traditions use the philosophic and even scientific concept of their time to inform their language and teaching. The quest for a close by but concealed deity by encounter directly, intuitively and immediately, is what the experimental, experiential aspect of Kabbalah is all about. Mystics desire to taste the full weight of spirit before it is ground by the milestones of reason as Abram Joshua Heschel put in this writing. Mystics specifically seek the ecstatic encounter with the God rather than only learning about Him. Jewish mystics lead spiritually disciplined lives in the search of God. Experiential Kabbalists are typically ascetics, even though Jewish mysticism does not approve of either official or informal monasticism. However, Judaism maintains its mystics grounded and expect them to wed, have children, and carry out all conventional communal religious duties. As a result, many people purposefully extend the boundaries of the religious practice beyond what custom dictates, developing hangout on privately daily devotional routines. One Kabbalist suggested the following schedule to his son in his will, periods of morning, afternoon, evening, and midnight prayer, periods of study for two hours, each of the Bible, Talmud, ethical, mystical texts, and other Jewish texts, and then periods of for one and a half hour, each of daily care and earning are living, and periods of for five hours to sleep. The practical aspect of Kabbalah consists of ritual for acquiring and using power to bring about change in both of our world and the celestial world that exists beyond, beyond our own by carrying out commandments, calling forth and commanding heavenly and demonic forces, and in other ways, drawing from the supernatural powers existent in creation. This power is produced. The practical side of Kabbalah advances God's purpose for the world through promoting goodness, taming evil, healing, and making repairs. There are three of life is well-known Kabbalistic emblem. First one, the flower of life is ancestor of the tree of life, Kabbalah. It is a mystical symbol used to represent the way the God in the esoteric Jewish tradition known as a Kabbalah. It is a configuration of ten interconnected spheres known as a sephirot, 
which means spheres, that symbolizes the main framework for the Jewish Kabbalistic tradition, or cosmology of the Kabbalah. The Tree of Life is viewed as a road to spiritual enlightenment, a map of the cosmos and the human mind and the sequence of the cosmos formation. The thing Ten spheres stand in for the Pythagorean system, ten archetypal numbers. The tree of life is reported to have 32 pathways. 32 pathways. The sephirot are the first ten, not including that. The remaining 22 represent the energy pathways or lines that link the sephirot. One of the 22 Hebrew letters is represented by each of these in turn. The creator himself is the crown or keter in Hebrew. Wisdom is the ability to understand or reveal divine reality, recognizing or understanding the power of love. Repentance, reason, mercy is a Hebrew word for grace and the power of vision. Strength, intelligence and willpower, the capacity for intention. Beauty is a symmetry, compassion, creativity, strength. Victory the strength of eternal now, contemplation, initiative, persistence. Splendor, the capacity for observation, submission, sincerity, constancy. Foundation, remembering, knowing the power of manifesting. The kingdom, physical presence, vision and illusion, the ability to heal. Over time, the capitalistic tree of life has changed. The ten sephira are divided into four worlds, analog to the Nose Tree of Life. Number one, it's Atziluch, the supernal realm beyond which there is nothing or nothingness. Beria, the realm of creative ideals and archetypes. The world of formation, it's Yetzirah, Asayah, the corporal world and evident creation. In addition to discussing how the physical universe emerged from the unfathomable, Tree of Life also discusses the role that the humans play in the cosmos. The Kabbalah views awareness as the fruit of the physical world through which the original limitless energy can experience and express itself as a finite creature since man is endowed with mind. It is believed that once the energy of creation has conceded into matter, it will reverse its direction back up to tree until it's reunited with its real nature once more. The Kabbalist does attempts to understand both himself and the universe as a manifestation of a God and other takes the path of return according to the stage indicates by the Sephiroth until he has attained the desired insights. Red string is another Kabbalah sign. You know, we saw the red strings. There's many cultures using red strings, but Kabbalah has another sign, which is red string. The red string bracelet are a components of a broad category of folk customs involving the evil eye. Yeah. These crimson robes are sometimes tied around the left wrist to fend off bad luck, according to some people. Other contend that is a single woman should keep the string on until it is naturally come off because that is when she will meet a man or woman she will wed. Others links the string to boosted defense against wartime carnage. 
You must decide for yourself what Kabbalah is, whether it's a religion or a cult, and if you are in favor of opposite to it, yeah, that's your choice. Now, especially Masonry and Kabbalah. You know Freemasonry? Masons? Freemasons is built on the mysticism of a Kabbalah, and the two are two of them that intervened, intervened. A few hundred years ago, the secret society was entirely taken over by the Kabbalists, who now use it to rule the world. Yes. There were the same deities. The secret society used the Kabbalah as a method of command and control over its members. Interesting concept. Consider Freemasonry as a one of the hardware to utilize and provide Kabbalah as the software. And why do you suppose Freemasonry reverse Solomon and Hiram Abib, his master craftsmen, and utilize all these perverted and twisted biblical terms. They do, indeed. Even the old Masonic Bible, which is open on the altar, is available to them. One of the common logos symbol is the open Bible on the altar. It is simple to hide the Bible in the logos of churches and ministries of its nature. That is correct. I hope you understand now a little bit more about Kabbalah. Thank you for watching Life the Battlefield. Feel free to subscribe, share, like, and leave the comments below. Let's go learn from each other. Thank you.